Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I am glad to be your host here today. I am joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hi, Julie. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Doing great. Beautiful day. Fun weekend. Yes, good. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Um, And grandfather, I guess. I guess all that's to be celebrated. Oh, yes. We had a fun weekend. We went to the air show and uh that buffalo had in the outer harbor yeah so we did it on the freebie canada side yep excellent (laughs) i like to hear that and i got a motorcycle cover for my motorcycle for father's day so life is good nice well we celebrated uh tom my husband Mm -hmm. um we went mini putting because uh the girls nice. and I don't golf yet, but he does. And uh, <laughs> I say yet because we are uh, starting to take some lessons this summer. Excellent. Oh, mm-hmm. that is so cool to hear. Yeah, but yeah. we mini putt quite well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was our celebration. Neither of us have dads um, yeah. on earth or on earth anymore. Right. So yeah, so we spent extra time celebrating Tom. I think good. that's great. Yeah. That's great. Good for you. Yeah. So yeah, it's always a, it's an interesting thing, I think, becoming a, becoming a father. I remember mm-hmm. when we had our first daughter, um, Sadie, so she's 11 now, and oh. she was actually the first baby that Tom ever held. Uh-huh. He had never held a baby wow. until our own. and uh, But most of the diaper duty still was, was mine, yes. And I remember, <laughs> oh, the first time I, I changed Sadie's diaper, oh man, it was... Uh, that black sticky stuff that often a wallapalooza oh yeah Yeah. and she was one of those kids that um Mm -hmm. she was regular but like kind of every 10 days regular so we always had like a poop day (laughs) if you if you will so that was interesting see what you learn when you come to some (laughs) assembly required Required, yes all of the important things in life right right? that's right and uh, were you a diaper changing uh, extraordinaire I remember my very first diaper, uh, of course, was, was John, and I don't think I'd ever changed a diaper before. And that was back in the day when uh, it was the real diaper, the cotton diaper. Oh, yeah, uh, the cloth Rubber diaper. pants on the outside mm-hmm. and pins. That hold. And so um, Carol uh, had been home just a few days, so maybe a week, and she said, I'm going nuts. I've got to go out, and I need you to watch the baby. And I said, oh, you know, I, she said, you can do this. You're the dad. And I said, okay. I said, you won't be gone long, right? And she said, <laughs> I have been inside for two weeks. Yes, I'm going to be yeah. gone for a little while. So, um, so sure enough, hour after she left, John had a, a poopy diaper. I walked into his room, and it was evident what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if she's gone three hours, it, probably he'd be okay. And then my conscience wouldn't let me. So <laughs> so I put that boy, I put him on a change table and left him there and went and got the oh, diaper mm-hmm. and the pins and the rubber pants and the clean cloth and, and the dynamite and all that stuff you need <laughs> when you change a diaper. And held my breath, ran into the room till I was out of air, ran yep. back out. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, it probably took me 30 minutes to change that diaper. <laughs> so 
So, that, so I remember it, you know. I got better at it. Good, good. Yeah. Did you read the manual after that? Yeah, so I read the manual. Yeah. yeah. I, we didn't have YouTube back in that day. I'm sure I've been looking for it. <laughs> but you know, funny. it's it's interesting. Um, being a dad and a granddad, uh, we have five grandkids. Uh, we had two sons and uh, two beautiful daughters-in-law and five grandkids. And boy, when Carol and I said I do 47 years ago next week, oh. we we had no idea of the adventure that mm-hmm. we'd be on, you know. And I, I think also, I, I do believe when John was born, I remember how scared I was. Yeah. The responsibility of being responsible for his life mm-hmm. for many years to come, right? Yeah. So I, I'm sure there's a lot of dads and perhaps even granddads that maybe have been fearful about their kids and maybe have let mom maybe do her unfair share of disproportionate uh, of, of raising the kids. And, and so I, I hope that this Father's Day, the, the message yesterday, I hope was an encouragement. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it, it was just a, meant to encourage us the blessings of being a dad who's involved with That's the family. A, you know, and I hadn't thought of it that way before. You know, I think sometimes dads get a, a bit of a, a bad rap and, mm-hmm. or, you know, you've heard deadbeat dad and that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. But I, I never would have thought, you know, maybe it's got to do with a lack of confidence. Yes. I, I yeah. really do believe mm-hmm. that some of it, particularly young dads. And it's kind of like, okay, you do the baby part and then I'll get involved when, when they're ready to play ball. Yeah, too and, late. And uh, it's not because they don't care. It's just they feel underconfident. Uh, that they can, but I do think COVID has probably had a lot to do with changing yep. some of that idea, particularly uh, a lot of dads and moms have been working at home. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably in, in many, in some respects, I think that's probably a, a good thing from the standpoint of dads who have been with their kids more in mm-hmm. the last year, you know? Yeah, we definitely, I would, I would agree that we've spent more time together as a family. Mm-hmm. Now, we all, we, we value family time and usually, you know, make it a priority, but mm-hmm. I would say even more so in the last year and a half, mm-hmm. we've spent yes. uh, more time doing that. And there are, you know, fewer people to, I guess, watch your kids, so to speak. True. And true. so to, you know, split up the parenting a bit differently is, yes. yeah. Yeah, I can say that's been happening more in our I house. I think so, and I think that's a good thing. I, I don't think I don't think dads should be uh, underconfident. I I think that they should embrace their role and be um, a partner in the raising of the kids. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Psalm 112 kind of deals with some of the spiritual end of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I when we were reading it, I thought, wow, what a I mean, he just comes out of the shoot with uh, praise the Lord, verse one. Mm-hmm. How joyful or blessed are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commandments. And, um, and so this idea of being a dad today is uh, trying to encourage dads in their own spiritual walk that, that dads who love God make a difference in the mm-hmm. lives of their kids. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's, um, I, I think that's really right and fair to say, uh, and and it kind of lends itself to that. The the second thing that he talks about is that dads who are generous and honest 
just really make a difference for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he talks about this. Let me see where it was. Down in verse uh, 5, it is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he, verse 9, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. So I, I think the guy who seeks to model faith, and, and we do it imperfectly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty, beautiful thing about it is that we don't have to be right 100% of the time. In fact, I would say that for dads, it's when we're not right yeah. is a wonderful teachable moment. Oh, to yeah. be able to say to the youngster, um, I blew it. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. Yeah, I made a mistake, or I shouldn't have said that to you like yeah. that, or I shouldn't have done that, or I should have been there, you know, yeah. whatever it is. And I, I think the power of the apology, heartfelt, eyeball oh, yeah. to eyeball, holding that child and just being authentic. You know, Daddy, Daddy loves Jesus. I love you. I'm really really wanting to do the right thing. And I just, I could have done that better. And I'm really sorry. Wow. What a powerful story that is. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think too, the dad who is uh, generous and the kids see that as a family, they do generous things mm-hmm. in the lives of the community or for people. Yes. They, they're generous with each other. They're generous with those around them. And I think the honesty aspect of it, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. We live in this day when um, we cut corners. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about people of faith. We cut corners on the honest trail. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think it's dangerous. You know, we, uh, the, the husband and wife who cheat on their taxes, mm-hmm. the kids are going to know it. Yeah. You know, and I, I think you go to buy something and you, you ask the guy, hey, listen, uh, uh, how about uh, putting that for a lower price so I pay less tax? You know who's hearing that? The kids are. The kids yeah. are. And Definitely. Yeah. So I, I think, on the other hand, um, when somebody says, hey, I'll, I'll lower the price uh, on the receipt so you don't have to pay as much tax. And for that dad to say, nope, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'll, I'll pay the full amount. Yep. You know, uh, that's uh, that's what I need to do. That's a, a wonderful message for the kids to see and yeah. hear, in this day and age especially. Uh, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Right? You um, you also talked yesterday about, what did you call them? Benefits. No. The benefits, Sorry, of, the benefits of, are, of what comes out of a dad that, yeah. that comes from the dad who uh, loves the Lord and, and that he's the generous and honest. Be. Yeah. Yeah, we, we looked at, I appreciate you bringing that up, mm-hmm. we, we looked at, well, what are the benefits of being such a dad? And mm-hmm. the scripture says in verse 2, their children will be successful everywhere. Mm-hmm. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. And um, we live in the day, this is an accurate um, number that I'm about to give, sadly, of high school seniors in Christian homes walk away from their faith. Did you say 80? Like 8-0? Now, they may come come back to faith later, particularly when they have kids. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that over and over. Um, But there has been many times, not always, but many times, there's just been, they've grown up around 
they saw the inauthentic side of yeah. faith and um, they didn't see it lived out and, and so forth. And, um, and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that Sadie and Aurora are going to walk away from their faith. <laughs> you know, How, were you are you reading my mind now, Pat? <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> um, I I will say John John walked away from his for a short time, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that there was a lot of faith built into him that yeah. drew him back. But yes, that is that is a um, honest figure that is happening right now in church world. Wow. And I, I think, um, I don't think every one of those kids had inauthentic parents. I know there's mm-hmm. good people who invested in their kids and it still happened. Um, but I will say that there are times when those kids did miss seeing an authentic faith relationship at home. Mm-hmm. They, they missed being able to see uh, these things played out, lived out in in the lives of the family, so that it would be passed down. I love I love this. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. That um, I I think we do have the opportunity to see our kids carry their faith where it becomes mm-hmm. their faith. Yes, you know, um, and and so he says, yeah, the kids will be blessed and successful is an interesting word this passage we we tend to think oh they'll have lots of money and they'll be you know famous or, famous yeah. yeah yeah that's not what that word means no that's interesting it is it is i was blown away when i was uh, studying for this and it, it means literally angel champion hero hmm. yeah interesting it is interesting in other words i think what he was trying to say here is that um, as we sow and speak Christ into their lives and model these three areas, that we have the opportunity to shape and help create in our kids and grandkids the spirit of Christ confidence, of strength in their faith, productive, self-sustaining, confident people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that is one of the blessings of, of living out this authentic life and um i don't think it's a guarantee that if mom and dad we do what's right that our kids will always take that ball and run with it Uh, that's not what it's trying to say here but i think a general truth is given here that what we invest in our kids and are honest and real about that we can see that happen in their lives and that that really is success. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I told John and Nate, I didn't care if they were ditch diggers. If that is what God wanted them to do, and that's where they saw that they could they could make a difference in life and found great happiness in doing it, I'd be thrilled. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And I, I think success is part of that. Wealth, the idea of wealthy it was mm-hmm. talking about there, has been so twisted by the prosperity preachers and the TV evangelists yeah. and all that. And um, I quoted a guy yesterday. I'm going to quote him today real quick. Mm-hmm. It's a great book, Biblical Answer to Poverty. Uh, it's called The Least of These, Biblical Answer to Poverty. And and so um, the author, David Cotter, talks about this. He says, uh, bas- basically, wealth is a suitable accumulation of resources and possessions of value. 
and hmm. uh, the idea is suitable. Yes. And so like under this simple definition, then one is wealthy maybe to the extent that one has uh, sufficient uh, food of good quality, has clothing appropriate for the season, has good protection, shelter and protection over them, a roof over them. And maybe in today's world, we might even add um, safe, reliable transportation, the ability to communicate. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think when you look at it from that standpoint, that basically for today's Christians is to know that, that God has given us the basics of what we need to live and flourish as human beings. Mm -hmm. And that enough can be enough, yep. you know? And, and that's what he's kind of talking about there. It doesn't mean that you can't have more income than you have outgo. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But I think if you find yourself that you, you've got a roof over your head, you got food to eat, you got transportation, you got the things that are needed to flourish in life, then you know what? You're wealthy. Mm -hmm. And certainly compared to the majority of our world, uh, we in North America yes. are wealthy people. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think wealthy in the sense of being materially equipped to pursue uh, and have a fruitful life as God has created us is so powerful. And that's what David was saying in his book. Um, so I, I just... Um, I. I worry about people who are online looking at Amazon every day. Yeah. Pining for what they don't, don't have, have. Mm -hmm. instead of being able to celebrate what they do have. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a... Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. It is a tough one. And I think helping our kids to be thankful at the table, what's mm -hmm. being served, um, our kids were never allowed to say yuck. <laughs> And if they said yuck, they got two portions of it, you know? Ooh. Yeah. But they, I like that rule. It I've was got a good a, rule. I've got a friend, and uh, if you ask her what's for dinner, she says the same thing every night. And you know what that is? What? Eat it or starve. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, I'm yep. going to eat it, right? <laughs> yep, that's right. But I, I do think that just helping our folks to appreciate what's on the table, Yeah. what's in the pantry, uh, what's in the closet, mm -hmm. uh, what's out in the garage, uh, I, I think that's an important thing for us to be able to communicate to our kids. Enough mm -hmm. is enough. Yeah. You know, look at what God has given us. And, um, and so I think this is an important part of the authenticity. Mm -hmm. And if I can leave that thought with our listeners today, you know, help your family celebrate what God has done in your home, even mm -hmm. during COVID. Yeah. It's a good word, don't you think? It is. It's a good spot to put the focus, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's excellent. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Pat, for that wonderful Father's Day message. And mm. we'd like to wish all of the fathers, we hope you had a great weekend and hope uh, happy Father's Day. Hope it was Father's real Day. and wonderful and mm -hmm. meaningful and relaxing. Yeah. And um, if you're missing your father this year, mm. um, know that we're thinking about you too and that yes. we love you too. And Absolutely. Um, yeah, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat... You can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. If you want to talk or have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. 
So we look forward to connecting with you next week. And um, we've got a special guest coming next week. You won't want to miss it. It's going to be great. And I hope you have a great week. Thank you for tuning in. And you are loved.